Well, hello and welcome to the next episode of Pegasus Radio. I do promise that from 2022, we are going to get on it. We've obviously had a lot going on in the business over the last couple of months. Very busy in terms of our day job recruitment, but we've also moved office, a few new members of staff, and that's distracting me, frankly, from the podcast. So I need to get better at it and we'll be getting better at it going forward. So today I'm going to talk about on the subject of should you move jobs? And there's a few key questions I think you should be asking yourself about where you are with your current employer as to whether you do think about moving jobs or not. I guess probably now in 2020, we're obviously in December now. So yeah, things are going to start winding down, I imagine, into the end of the year. But certainly, you know, some things to reflect on, I guess, going into the break about whether you should consider moving jobs or not. So I'm going to give you a few things to consider. I think the first one is just structurally, where are you in the business? So how many people are above you? How many people are to the side of you? Are you clear what you need to do to get up to the next level? Is it even possible to get to the next level? So for example, you may be in either a a small business or you may be in a small department or a small office of a larger business. And if you look above you and let's say, for argument's sake, there are 10 individuals in your team. You've already got, let's say, three directors and two associates. And straight away, I'm looking at that going, look, realistically, if you're, let's say, a senior now, realistically, they don't need another associate. And if they do need another associate, the reality is it's not going to be a real associate anyway. It's going to be a badge. It's going to be a title. So I think the first thing for you to look at is, look, am I comfortable that there is headroom above me to progress into? Because if not, for me, certainly, that would be a red flag immediately about, you know, realistically, you can be, I will say this statement an awful lot, you could be the very best at what you are in your profession. If the reality is that there's no headroom above you to grow into, then you're essentially at a glass ceiling and you are stuck. And that won't change. It can't change um, unless, you know, a significant number of people leave within the business. So that's the first thing I would suggest looking at is, you know, am I happy that I've got progression? Am I happy that I can see where I go next in the business? And not only where you go next, but maybe two or three steps beyond that as well. Is, Is it clear to you where you go next? Okay, so that's point one. Point two, do you enjoy the organization that you're in? Do you genuinely enjoy the culture and the environment of the business that you are in? Again, if you do, that's fantastic. As half the battle, as I say, you know, you've got to want to come into work each day. You've got to enjoy the environment that you are in. You've got to feel that you enjoy working with your colleagues, your peers within the business. If you don't, again, that to me is another red flag because fundamentally, if you don't buy into the culture and the environment, you don't buy into the senior management team, then at some point, you are going to leave, frankly, because if you don't enjoy the environment you are in, it can't be long term. So my argument would always be, you know, make a move whilst you can to a business where you can be establishing those relationships. Third thing to consider, I know I rattle on about this a lot on this podcast. I go on a lot about it in LinkedIn. Is the business you are in ready for the future? What is their approach to technology? Are they using modern software for things such as if you're a QS taking off, you know, are they using something like Costex or is it all still very manual in terms of what they're doing? As a general statement, the industry is moving fast and heck, not just the industry, the world is moving fast. You only have to look at the power within your mobile phone now and what it can do. You may be thinking that's amazing. The stuff it can do, the stuff it can make my life easier. Absolutely. Mobile phones are amazing these days. Mobile phones, tablets, you know, even watches for Christ's sake, the things that they can do is it's just unbelievable. Where I think a lot of you have a blind spot is to not recognize that if the technology available in a mobile phone is moving at such a pace, why do you think that is not also the case generally within technology in the industry that you are in? 
And I do think a lot of you are, are very blinkered on this. A lot of you believe that the traditional skills that have got you to where you are will continue for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Look, I've got news for you. Forget 5, 10, 15 years. I think it's changing over the next two or three years, frankly. And I think the organizations that are investing heavily in terms of their digital tools to give their people, I would say, an unfair advantage almost over the competition will start to outperform and outmaneuver the more traditional businesses. So again, is your current employer future focused? Are they future proofed as well? Are they investing heavily in technology? And look, this is not a discussion about large or small businesses. I would say generally the larger businesses are investing more heavily. However, I work for some exceptional smaller consultancies who are investing hugely. I was speaking to one of my smaller clients the other day, and, and they probably overwhelmed me actually in terms of the amount of investment they are making. Bear in mind, this is a headcount business of around 50 people. And they were telling me last year that it spent 300K just investing in a developer to build some bespoke apps and software for them to enable them to do a better job for their clients. And this is a small business. It's not a, you know, one of the multinational, you know, thousand, thousand staff. This is a small business investing in this level of technology. So you really need to ask yourself, is your employer invested in the future? And this is sometimes, frankly, comes down to the, you know, both for you and your employer, actually, the horizon that both of you can see ahead of you. So let's say for argument's sake that your employer is or your employer is made up, it may, let's say, well, whether it's a partnership or not, let's say the equity holders in the business, whether the partners or directors, may be coming towards the end of their career, frankly. They may be, let's say, anywhere between two to five years off retirement on average. If they're at that place, I kind of get why they probably don't have a sufficient horizon beyond them to be able to recognize that the market is changing. And frankly, maybe they'll be thinking about the pension pot, quite frankly, and maybe don't want to hugely invest a lot of the, maybe the pot of money, I guess, that is sat in the business. So things like that, you may need to recognize, you know, is the business I am in, do the owners of the business kind of get where the industry is going? And if not, do I need to reflect on that and make a move before it's too late? Okay, so what we discussed so far, you know, we've discussed the structure of the business. We've discussed, are you happy in the business? We've discussed technology. There are three things I think you need to just look at and say, you know, get your head around those three things. I think some other things are, do you enjoy the work you're doing? Do you enjoy the physical projects that you're getting involved in? Or would you like to be working on different projects? Again, that is either going to be a yes or a no for me. You're either in a business where you're working on the right kind of projects. And if not, maybe you need to either say, do those projects exist elsewhere in the business? And if so, can I migrate across to them? Or if not, am I going to fundamentally be frustrated and bored with the kind of work I'm doing on those projects? So again, I think answer that one. So I think they're probably... For now, that'll be due because obviously I'm, I'm trying to keep a lot of these podcasts, these ones where it's just me talking relatively short. But I would say, look, think about those four factors. Are they factors that you can answer resounding yes to in most cases? So are you happy that there's structure and opportunity for you to grow? Are you happy? Do you enjoy the culture of the organization? Is the organization future-proof? Is it technology-focused? And do you enjoy the actual kind of projects that you're working on? If you answer yes to one of those, and you genuinely think, right, I've got an opportunity here, then frankly, stick around. <laughs> There's no point to leave. Sorry, I forgot one of them. I should have added a fifth one there, which is, are you being paid correctly? If you don't know the answer to that question, then please do reach out to me. But are you being paid correctly is an important one. And what a lot of people don't realize, I think, again, people think about the here and now, about what they're getting paid right now. But you've got to compound that. So if you're, let's say, 5 or 10K behind market value, every year, that's another 5 or 10K that you're stretching. So over a five-year period, if it's a 10K difference, that's 50K that you've lost out on, you personally, your family's lost out on. So you need to look at 
am I being paid appropriately? Can the business I'm employed by pay me appropriately? That ties in obviously to the whole point about the structure. Is there a glass ceiling that's going to hold me back? If it does, it's holding me back year on year and hence I'm losing earning potential. So maybe that's the fifth one to consider. But generally speaking, if you can answer, yes, I'm happy with all of those factors, then you need to stick around within the business. There's no reason to leave. If you answer no to quite a number of those, then genuinely you need to think about leaving in 2022 and getting into an organization that you can tick those boxes. Okay, I hope that's been a useful one. Should you have any questions off the back of that that you'd like me to answer, please do drop me a line. Happy to you know speak to you directly, either myself or one of my team, depending on where you are in the UK or internationally. Either me or one of my team can speak to you and explain to you, I guess, what opportunities exist within the region that you are in. Okay, have a great day, everyone. Take care. Cheers. Bye.